This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are sharing our first thoughts on Disney Genie. What do we know so far and how do we feel about it? Plus, I'm still on location in Walt Disney World. We had some complaints about the sound last week. Did we fix it? Did we get it right? Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Hello. I feel can like you I hear have... me? Can you can you hear me? Way far away. Yeah, way far away. But you seem to have upped your game recently, <laughs> Missy. So we had some we had some feedback that last week's audio wasn't that great, and you took the blame for it because well, normally <laughs> you have the technical issues, but it wasn't. It wasn't oh, you. It was you. It was me. Because so, you're not in your home studio. I'm not in my home studio, so I am using these this pair of iPhone um, earbuds connected to my laptop, mm. and I think my my hair was rubbing against the the um, the mic. So you weren't eating episode. a candy bar last time. I was not eating a candy bar. I was mm. not. But you, on the other hand, seem to have upgraded your home well, studio. The last you time look- I saw you, you gave me this cool little microphone arm. Yes. So I hooked that up. So now it's like I feel like I am in a studio. Yeah, because, you know, we did have someone say there was one of the questions you answered. And they're like, I couldn't hear what Carrie said. And now look at you with the mic and the earphones. <laughs> and I got some spiffy earphones this week, too. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. For free for my uh, cre- well, you, for for free with my credit card points. <laughs> you love point cards, like using the using the point cards. Like you do the the whole rewards thing, and then you you splurge on something fun. It's almost like you you wait to do something frivolous with them. Yes, Th- these earphones weren't frivolous, but yes, I do. <laughs> I, I save them up. Um, you never know. I might be able to use them for traveling one day. So I don't want to. Bl- I don't want to spend them all. Like over the last little while, I was buying like appliance, like you know, kitchen mini appliances. With yeah, because didn't you buy some kind? Was it know, an bought, air fryer? Or a, I don't remember. I bought blenders. Okay. I bought like a Cuisinart. I bought all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think a griddle and a grill, <laughs> sunglasses. So, I, but I thought I, you know, I better save them just in case. Maybe I can redeem them for some travel rewards exactly but these weren't too many points but i thought i needed some spiffy uh earphones well you've definitely upped the game you've definitely upped the game and this weekend i'm trying to sit still and hold hold this is the best (laughs) (laughs) because usually i talk with my hands and also so yeah i'm trying to sit still but we'll see how that goes we'll see how long it lasts for so, what's shaking with you down in Florida? What's yeah. happened since the last time we talked on so, the podcast? Not oh the my. last time we talked, because I talked to you already today. Oh, yeah, you did. Right. It feels like, you know what, like I'm losing track of time, Carrie. Uh, well, our, our chatting has been kind of off off um, schedule, too. Like, we had to have a pre-work chat this morning. Yeah. like Because was... you've been too busy. You're going to have <laughs> drinks after work. <laughs> Yeah, last coming home night. too late. Like I'm checking and I'm starting to worry. I'm like, oh my goodness, is this she like? Did she take an Uber? <laughs> is she? Is she? Did she make it back? <laughs> Usually, you can check my Instagram stories and you'll see where I am. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways. So it's been yeah, it's been a bit crazy, and and I'm losing track of days. And my reservations at Coronado Springs were like split, so there was like checkout, check in, and honestly it was like last minute when I realized that I had to do that Uh, so because I because I am losing track of the days which is weird even though I'm working do you know what I mean I I don't know that that makes sense but yes before you before you started working you still had a couple more days at the parks before I did You buckled down back to the grind back to the grind. Yes, I had a I had a couple more days at the parks. You know, I've really so I've been to all four parks, uh, at least once each. Um, 
well, really, I've been to Animal Kingdom once. I've been to all the others multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I've been to all the parks, and honestly, it's been it's been fantastic. I, Carrie, I can't tell you how many pictures I have and, and little videos. And, you know, I really enjoyed the resorts. And I even took time out to go kind of explore uh, Disney's Art of Animation, which normally I wouldn't do, but... I was just, I took the, because I'm here by myself, I can totally do whatever I want when I want. So I jumped on the Skyliner because I didn't want to walk all the way back to the bus stops at um, <laughs> at Hollywood Studios. And I jumped on the Skyliner and went to Art of Animation. And it was great. And I wandered around. I took some great pictures. I talked to some nice cast members. Huh. Yeah, it was really good. And it you was, went on. You went on a new attraction. Oh my goodness, Carrie! Like it's. I think you know what, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is. Is it better than Rise of the Resistance for me? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe, and I think because you know I don't like the whole long drawn out pre shows and stuff like that. They bug me. Uh, so after a couple of times on Rise of Re- the Resistance, all that pre-show stuff bugs me. Kind of like, it's kind of like Flight of Passage, right? Like that pre-show stuff bugs me. But on Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, it seems much shorter. Hmm. The pre-show stuff. Um, so, and, and and it's cheerful. And it's fun. And I loved it. I loved it. I, I can't wait for you to experience it. I took pictures, I took video, but all in short spurts. I won't be anybody's um, spoiler. Um, and so, and you, so you obviously then approve of what they did with, like, the great movie ride. Yes, the great movie ride's gone. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? I was never a big fan of the great movie ride. Hmm. I loved it in the beginning, but after you've been on it fifteen times, it was a long ride. I don't like long attractions. I just don't. I don't like to be confined that long. So the great movie ride was always a long one. And the reason that I always kept going on it was to see that stupid hieroglyphic thing in the Indiana Jones <laughs> scene of Mickey and Donald that was on the wall. And I do that whole 22 minute ride to see that one thing. And it was like the very last time I was on it, I finally saw it. Even though I had Googled where it was. <laughs> it was just it was it was like impossible to find. So, so, how long is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad? It's really not that long. Like it just it moves faster. It just moves hmm. faster. It's not like a, a twenty two minute ride or anything. Um, yeah, and it's cheerful, hmm. and it's fun. It, lo- it looks amazing. Like the how, how bright and and mm-hmm. um, animated it is. But you know what? And I'm not even bothered by the fact that they're the weird looking caricatures of Mickey and Minnie. Do you, yeah. you know, like the new version of them. Yeah, I, I really like the new version. At first, I, I wasn't quite sure, but I really do like them. Because when you watch the cartoons, they're so funny. Yeah, like it's growing on me. They mm-hmm. Like they were so, and the song. It's just weird and different. Yeah, I was kind of like bopping around. It's just, you know what? It's so fantastic. And we, we went right after the rain one night. I guess it was about 6, 6.30. And we waited maybe like 15 minutes. Like it, it was like 25 minutes from the time we got in line till we got off the attraction. And then we wandered around a little bit. Then we went back and we did it again. We waited like maybe 10 minutes. And then when we got off, they were like third time. You know, my our friends, they're like, do you want to go again? I'm like, okay, one more time. So we did. And you've awesome. been you've been finding like when you go to the parks in the evenings, it's not so busy ride wise. Like it might be no. busier, but the rides are easy yeah. to get on. Yeah, the attraction times seem to be a lot more decent now, and especially since the kids went back to school. Like the kids in Florida went back to school uh, the second week of August, so it's definitely made a big difference in the crowds. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's been it's been fantastic. Like I've definitely made the most of the attractions. The other night I went to Epcot. I walked on spa- uh, Spaceship Earth. I walked on Nemo. Um, I practically walked on Soren, which was crazy. But of course, World Showcase because it's food and wine was like packed to the gills. But right. yeah, hmm. 
Yeah. So that's been fantastic. And then the party had to stop because you had to go back to work. But not yeah. really, because you've been gallivanting in the evenings. <laughs> I've been gallivanting in the evenings, but I've been working the unmagical job during the day. So what is that like? Like, you, you sit in a room all day long, but it's at Disney. Like- yeah, it's it's different. It's just, you know what? It's just different scenery, so different four walls. But I'm still completely paying attention, productive, the same as I, you know, I am at home. I think the big difference is that Obviously, the desk is not, like, set up for you. The chair is unbelievably uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's not set for, for full days of work, that's for sure. And Disney's just outside your door. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, like, in um, Coronado Springs, when I'm in the Grand Destino Tower, outside of my w- window is Galaxy, like, I can see Galaxy's Edge. That's pretty rad. And I have a parking lot view. So can you imagine if I had like, well, maybe I wouldn't be productive if I had a different view. Um, But yeah, so it's just having that. And, you know, there was one day where I ran out of milk because I brought my own kettle, right? So I can make tea all day, every day, because, you know, I drink so much tea during the day when I work. And uh, I ran out of milk. So like, I just took a break and walked over to the store in the, and, and it was just, what a feeling, what a feeling to take a break <laughs> and, and walk to a Disney gift shop. Like <laughs> just, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I can't even describe how happy I am doing it and how much my brain is churning going, how do you do this more often? And my bank account is screaming, you can't, you can't. (laughs) Have your colleagues noticed you're a little bit cheerier this this weekend? Has there there been any comments about your your disposition? Oh my gosh. So the first, I think it was like day one, I was on a video chat and I went to scratch my head and one one of the guys on the call goes, friend, is that a magic band on your wrist? Oh, like, oops. Uh, yeah, so that uh, pretty much everybody has figured out that um, I'm here or I've told them or whatever. You know what? Like one night I had to say to my boss at six o'clock, the call was still going on. And I finally said to her, uh, no offense, but could we wrap this up? Because there's a drink at Epcot calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot you were still there. Okay, go have fun. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's it's cool. It is. And, and I just, you know, I, I need to figure out a way for my bank account to allow for this more often. But right now, let me tell you, my credit cards and my bank account are like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're staying there for one more week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But hey, hey, YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> That's right. Why not? I'll worry about it later. I'll worry yeah. about it later. It was a long overdue homecoming, so you had to do it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm I'm really happy to to just to just be here. Uh even though it's harder it it definitely is harder because I'm doing it on a laptop and at home I have like a massive uh, computer screen, all that stuff for editing. And it, it's just, it's very different to do it on a, on a laptop here on an external hard drive and, and stuff. So, um, but whatever, like, <laughs> seriously, whatever. You'll figure it out. I'll do whatever. <laughs> yeah. But there was like a whole bunch of exciting news from Disney this week. I feel like they're kind of hammering us with announcements yeah, and I'm struggling to, to keep up. Mm-hmm. because I'm not online as much as I was, like, obviously when I'm at home, right? All the announcements, there's a new steakhouse coming to the Contemporary. Did you see that one? No. Steakhouse 71? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. <laughs> Carry on. What's the next one? No. Uh, yes. And, and they're updating the California Grill? No. I didn't hear about that. What With are they some doing throwbacks? to it? Well, I don't know. They kind of alluded to the fact that it was going to be reminiscent of, I guess, the old. Hmm. Um, and I think I saw somewhere that uh, they're talking about like a throwback to like the top 
top of the world when it used oh. to be. Which hmm. explains why we can't get a reservation there for my birthday in October. Hmm. So, yeah. Now, now we're like, you know, my sister's bugging me about where do you want to eat for your birthday? Um, I said, okay, fine, California Grill, but we can't get a reservation. So then she's like, well, what after that? I'm like, well, I don't know. You should see the Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) She would seriously faint. First of all, the Olive Garden and off property. I really like those mints. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she wasn't happy when I said the Contempo Cafe. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, so there's two new updates coming there. Obviously, for the 50th, they're taking care of the contemporary. But right now, it's, like, so under renovation. Hmm. And the Polynesian still under renovation. I was there the other day. And, yeah, it's it's really being renovated out front. And then, of course, there's the genie. The genie. I think we need to talk about the genie. I think we need to talk about the genie of what we know so far mm-hmm. and how we're feeling about it and what we hope and what are, what we're hearing. And Now, you and I have actually not even really talked about it, which no. is good, so that we could talk about it on the podcast together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've really uh, figured out all my feelings completely about it, but for sure. Well, and I think, so I had to make a post the other day because I was getting a lot of people reaching out saying, how do you feel about this? What do you think? What does it mean? And I had to post and just say, like, I'm, I'm still reserving judgment. Like, I have seen so many sites and so many of the negative Nellies online you know, with their clickbait headlines about Disney is gouging you for money and blah, blah, blah. Like they've picked up this one little piece of this genie that is going to cost you. And that's the piece they're focused on. And I feel like it's more than that. So I was like, I'm just, I want to reserve my judgment yet until I know more. Right. So should we talk about what it is exactly? Sure. What we know right now. Right. Do you, do you want to say or do you want me to say? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Go for it. So it's, 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 uh, ah, it's, it's an app or part of my Disney experience. Right. Yeah. That's going to help uh, travelers uh, get through their day. So not so much advanced planning, no more fast passes. They're being retired. The The genie is to help them on the spot kind of maneuver their day. Like they're going to say, from what I understand, they're going to put, pick the things that are top to do on their list. And the genie's going to help them through like wait times and maybe suggest where to go first based on what they've said they wanted to see. Um, and it's supposed to update throughout the day so that it, like in their hand, they have access to, um, this assistant that's going to direct them all the right ways so that they get the most out of their day. Right. That's kind of the bare bones of the basics of the genies before the, the genie, before you get into the, into the <laughs> other parts of the genie, the free, the free genie is, is, is your, the, uh, the included genie, the included genie, the complimentary genie is, um, I think is that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good synopsis. And I think it's going to give you tips based on where you are, based on what you've said. Like if you say you're a thrill ride person or you absolutely love the country bears, it's going to tell you which one to go to first. Yeah. And they say it's got a tip board. So maybe it'll be giving you other tips and tricks. Yeah. But it also, you know what I loved is the fact that it said it had forecasted wait times. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have to think about that. For years, there have been these other sites who have been doing like they had, they were running algorithms and scraping sites to pull the wait times in. And people were paying for those calendars. So for everybody, so think of all of those people that were paying those other sites for a calendar that told them when's the best time to go. 
What are the wait times like in July? What's the wait time for Space Mountain on a Thursday afternoon so that I can plan my day accordingly? Now Disney's doing that for you mm-hmm. with their yeah. own intelligence, right? Yep. So now you don't have to pay for that calendar and they are going to be forecasting their own stuff with all the actual tools they have. Yeah. That part sounds pretty cool. And and as and as you know, not the type of fan I am, like I like the idea of not having to pre-plan. Me too. I, yeah, for sure. Cuz we don't, you know, we could easily go to the park and just go with the flow. So if anything, this might enhance the experience for someone like us. Right. Who really who kind of goes and maybe picks a couple fast passes, maybe they don't but just kind of sees what comes about the day. So if we were to use the app, you know, we might get more done. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's what I was thinking about. Like, I thought, you know, if you're standing over by Pirates and it tells you that right now is a traditionally low uh, wait time and that it's only going to get busier in the afternoon for the Jungle Cruise, well, you may as well walk over and do it now. Yeah. Like, so... there. You you said something really key, though. You said for people like us who just kind of go with the flow and, and, and don't really plan. Mm-hmm. But you can, I think that's the part that everybody's missing is you don't have to listen to the genie. Yeah. If right. you, you want to plan your day, plan your day. You can plan that you go into the park and you start at Jungle Cruise and then you go to Pirates and then you go to Thunder Mountain and you can totally plan that all out. Right. And, and really, like, when you say it that way, like, you know, we probably don't need we, we probably know what the genie's going to tell us without having to look at the genie <laughs> probably. going all the time and what we and you know, how, how much we deal with the parks and itinerary planning and all that stuff. But you're right. Yeah, you use it or you don't use it. And I think, like, I think everyone's gotten so crazy about the pre planning, like, crazy about it. Yeah, that you know, maybe after a while, it'll be that part will be forgotten about, and maybe it'll be more of a of a relief. Like maybe you're gonna go back to like just reading, reading about going to Walt Disney World, or reading a travel book, or re or finding book, whatever. I know people don't read books anymore. Whatever, like researching <laughs> on apps and on and whatever, and just in having the knowledge you need of what's there, what's to do, what that what your master to do list should be, what are your top things at all the parks, so that you you kind of have your checklist in your app right. and in the genie or whatever, and you spend your pre-trip time, you know, doing that. I'm sure, you know, you're figuring out where you're going to eat and all that stuff, but like not so much worried about, you know, the six months in advance and the, and the 60 days in advance worrying right. about your fast passes. And well, you were only decisions. booking three fast passes anyway. Like mm-hmm. really in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things, you were booking three fast passes. So you were only planning three attractions. Right, but that required a lot of strategy and... and oh, it, <laughs> it did. But at the end, like when you arrived for your vacation, you only had three things planned. Per and day. maybe a meal, right? Yeah. Per day. And then if it rained or the attraction went down, your plans were out the window anyway. Right, but I think too, like as someone that goes to Disney you know, that's planning this trip and they're in state, for instance, in they have your travel agent helping you with all that stuff. Like they feel so overwhelmed with all the information yeah. that, you know, going there and having those first three pa- fast passes in the morning and your lunch, you know, figured out, like it takes a big weight off, off right. their shoulders. Right. So it's sort so, of like guaranteeing, like sure it can rain and your plans can change or whatever, but generally, you know, the fast pass plans probably did work. And, and it was, it was just kind of a weight off their shoulders. Like they just. Yeah. So now they're kind of saying, okay, you're going to show up at the park and this genie is going to get present at that moment, what your day should look like instead of you knowing it in advance. Like you won't know until that day when you show up there and you open the app and then it's going to say, oh, you should go to Space Mountain now. Right. And unless, and even when you, if you purchase the Genie Plus, you wouldn't be able to make any reservations, like any reservations till seven o'clock in the morning. Right. So we should, if you're staying on property, so we should talk about that. So there is, so that's the free one. We've covered the Genie, the free, the free Genie. Yeah. And there's probably a few other things in the free Genie, but. 
Whatever. But those are the, that's the <laughs> crux of it, right? And it thing. shows you where the mobile order is. You can manage your dining. Like it's that stuff is all there. Yeah. And your photo pass and, and they're going to have some great new features for photos and, and things like that. That's all fabulous and free. Not your photo pass. Now, <laughs> now you can enhance that. Yeah. And With you the- can, it's like the, the, it's like max pass. Yeah, Basically. the Genie Plus. Right. So the Genie Plus is, this is the one where you pay to get fast passes. What do they call it now? What's the Lightning, new line? Lightning Lane. Lightning Lane. Why did, why did they make things that are like Mickey Minnie's Runaway oh. Railway, Runaway Railway, Lightning Lane. Like both are, don't really roll off the tongue. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, well, and I don't know if the lightning, like, I'm a little confused. Is the lightning lane the ones that they purchased in addition? Like, the Genie Plus allows them to to pick, the Genie Plus allows them to do, like, the Max Pass did. So you, as of 7 o'clock in the morning, if you have the Plus, you, you can um, log on and pick your first attraction. And then when you've used that Pass, you can pick another one. When you've used that, you can pick another one. So just like Correct. at Disneyland. You can oh. only have one active lightning lane, a.k.a. fast pass, at a time. Right. That's right. why I wasn't con- confused. Like, is that called lightning lane, too? And then Yeah, the- I think it is because I think the other one where you pay in advance, I think, I think they're both lightning lanes or fast pass lanes. They basically allow you to skip the standby. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the lightning lane for the basic plus one that you pay for... Versus the super duper one that you can pay for the two attractions, I think are both the same lanes, but they don't exist on the same rides. <laughs> gotcha. I right? Think. Like, I think they don't exist on the same rides. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways. Um. <laughs> okay, so you show up. So if you, if you're staying on Disney property, 7am, you can, you can go in and book your first lightning lane, skip the standby queue. Yes. If you are at Disneyland or you're staying off property, you can only book your first one when you enter the park. Correct. Got it. At Disneyland, it's $20 a day per person, per t- like per ticket per day. Yep. Mm-hmm. At Walt Disney World, it's 15 Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can do like length of ticket, like if you buy a seven-day ticket... Or you can buy it every day. Like if you say, I only want it on Monday and Thursday, you can just buy those two days. Right. So that's the thing. You would be you'd, you would log into the app on the days you want to purchase it and purchase it for that day. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is so much like MaxPass in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we love that. Yeah, I like the MaxPass at Disneyland for sure. Because we only did it on certain days. Like there were days where we were like, okay, today's going to be all about attractions. So let's do it today. And we would buy them for that day. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at my notes here to see if I ever missed anything one at a time, like Max Pass. Yeah, well, it is uh, first. Li- yeah, the Lightning. It is called the Lightning Lane. Both. <laughs> I, was, I was getting sort of confused. Um, so, but well, the one thing about this, though, like before we move on to talking about um, the individual attraction purchase, whatever the heck they, however they call it, like. They said, like what you had said, this can be added to a package. So Mm -hmm. I can see for a lot of people that plan that one trip a year to Disney or two trips, like Mm -hmm. the big family trips, like to have the ability to use the, to use these features and to add it onto your package when you've booked it your a year in advance or your nine months or however far in advance you book it and, and roll it in, bundle it in with the price of your tickets Mm-hmm. And really, I don't even know if you're because I'm sure when you go to select, it'll be like one park per day, park hopper, max, like, sorry, genie plus, like, I'm sure it'll all be just something you click, and there'll be right. a price beside it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know, like, I think, you know, it might not be, I think people will just do it, like, if they can afford it, like, if they can roll mm-hmm. it all into their package, you know, and they save up for this trip every year, like, they might just... They might just, just be do adding it. it. Like, yeah. Like, I can see it easier to swallow that way versus, 
you know, always like being there and thinking like, okay, well, at the park and be like, oh, should we do this today? Should and we deciding today? which days to do it, which days not to do it versus right. if you have a five day ticket and knowing that when you added it to your package, it was, it's all done and said and prepaid for before yeah. you, like when you've made your final payment. Well, cause you think about it, a family of five and they're, so every day they're deciding, do we want to spend an extra $75 so that we can skip the standby line right like whereas if they had if they had bundled it all into a package maybe it would be different but but here's the thing i think it's going to be like disneyland where the standby lines are better because of this Hmm. like right now in walt disney world the standby lines are fantastic not that they're they're not long let's let's they're always long but remember you would get in a fast pass line and you would sit or you weren't in the fast pass. You were in the standby and you would watch fast pass after all these people going and going and going. And you'd be thinking like, no wonder this standby line is so long. No wonder it's an hour and a half wait for Buzz Lightyear because the fast pass is just going in. And I remember hearing somewhere that it was something like an 80-20 where fast pass was going in and, and standby. So the standby was horrible. It never moved. Now, when there's no fast pass, the standby actually moves. Like they load the attractions full capacity from the standby line. Yeah. It actually moves. Well, I think for now. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think too, though, with the Disneyland thing is that like it seemed like I was there the very first day, Max, like the very, like when Max fast person. Max Pass first started. Max. Max Pass first started. Everything is a tongue twister with them, right? I was there and I remember um, like nobody was really using it. And my Max Pass was on my annual. Like I had the big, the deluxe annual pass. So it came with it, right? So like I could just do it. You had and, everything. And nobody, nobody seemed to be used, like taking advantage of it. And at Disneyland, like when there's lots of locals and, and, and annual pass holders that are there, like you know, for them to pay $20 a day mm-hmm. is different than someone bundling it on their Walt Disney World package for their one trip a year where, you know, they, they, you know, it's their trip they look forward to versus going to the parks all the time. Right. Right. So like nobody was using it. And that's why I think, like you said, the, like, I think the Max Pass was awesome at Disneyland because if you actually had it, it was sweet. Like you could just be like, yep, there's a Max Pass for this. There's a Max Pass for that. There's like, you could mm-hmm. always get whatever you needed. Because it didn't seem like people used it. Maybe right. the and the standby lines were like for the popular things were still long because everyone was like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not paying for a max pass and they would right. just go stand in the standby lines. So it so. could end up being better for for people that don't pay. Like there's mm-hmm. always gonna be the people that 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 will pay. And you know, there's the people that pay for VIP tours to skip the lines and all sorts of those kind of things. But for these I don't know. I think the way that they're going to dole them out is going to help control Disney. At the end of the day, Disney's a corporation. They want more money. Of course they do. They owe it to their shareholders. That's how companies operate. But they also know that guest experience contributes to more money. They know that. So they're not going to load up all these things to make it a horrible experience for everyone. They're going to use all this technology to make sure they're directing the traffic to maybe even spread it out so it's not as horrible as it's been. Those fast passes, some of those lines, they were horrible. True. Well, I do, yeah, like if, if all of their if all of their analytics and all of their, you know, mm-hmm. pro- their technology and processes work, like I'm sure that is, there's, there's going to be some bugs in the beginning. I'm Make sure, no mistake. I'm sure that that's what they're, <laughs> they're planning to do with it because yeah, like happy guests, you know, then they'll, then the next time they go, they're not going to bat an eye twice about paying $15 per day added onto their ticket for their package. If right. It, if it made such a, you know, better experience or was, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But even for the family that doesn't buy, that looks on their app and says, hey, like Thunder Mountain's got a really low wait time right now. Why don't we go? Why don't we head over there? And it maps it all out for them so that their lunch is over there. Like it's making recommendations. Well, that would be amazing that that the people that don't pay 
and just use the genie, have a fantastic time, and the people that do pay <laughs> find the value in it and have <laughs> have a super duper time too. I think like, that's the goal. Like I don't think we're we're like we're surprised that Disney is is doing this and charging. Not at Money, all. Like, because that's what all the other theme parks do, right? For of course, for, we've been for, paying it at Universal for how many years? Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess and it is expected. It's just a big. It, that's a huge change. Like, there's a lot of things that, huge that have that have been sus like suspended or on hold during this time, and you know mm -hmm. the angst and anxiety of of waiting to know if it comes back, and all the people that have booked their trips and and <laughs> rebooked them waiting yes. for that for whenever the heck they're going to finally get to go back on their 2020 trip that was bumped to 2021 which is bumped to 2022 like there's a lot of anxiety and angst over you know imagine that person who goes all the time loves it mm -hmm. and hasn't been since 2019 and then you find out there's no more fast passes <laughs> the, the system you thought was seamless and brought so much you know ease yep. to your day uh, that it's not coming back I know it's it's full of anxiety and there's a lot of outcry online. I yeah. think I'm I knew that they were going to end up charging. We all knew it. I'm just happy they didn't do what they do with the other parks. I'm happy that it's not a you pay this premium and you get front of the line all day multiple times. Like the very fact that they're only allowing you to pay to have one at a time means that they're respecting the fact that the other people may not be paying. Whereas mm -hmm. when you go to that other park, you know, that shadowy place we don't talk about, when you pay for that front of the line, I could get on and off that Hulk roller coaster 15 times while you're still standing in the standby line. Right. Because I paid and you didn't. And that always bugged me. Oh, and I guess by saying what it was, you know, where, what the shadowy <laughs> place I'm talking about. But you know what I mean. But yeah, so I'm kind of glad that they're at least being respectful that not everybody's going to pay. Well, and I think maybe the parks are the way they're built and how big they are and how many people are there. Like, they probably can't do it. No, like, probably maybe, not. You know, like maybe doing three fast passes a day and having the early booking windows and all that stuff was really in the end not, like, mm -hmm. wasn't working, right? So... But or, now I think... like There's we a do lot need more people that are in the parks now... Then when fast mm -hmm. passes were first, at, when when you could start picking three fast passes a day, you know, the crowds at the parks are way bigger than what they were back then. Like, not like the good old days slow, but they were still different, yes. you know, so maybe it's just too big for all those, too much going on for all those people. Well, and I did hear someone today, and I'm not going to call them out because, but you and I have talked, we did share this uh, video with each other. I think the one thing that I will agree with one of the negative Nellies on is that the attractions that they're building now aren't necessarily geared or thinking about how big the crowds really are, right? Like they're not necessarily conducive to pushing thousands of people through them at a time. And I think that's the problem. I think the demand has gotten so big that Disney is doing what they can, but they should, but the ride itself should have been built to handle more people. So Rise of the Resistance is really the one I'm talking about. You know, the whole um, virtual queue, it, it bugs me a little because you don't have the option to stand by. And it always bugged me that if you didn't get that virtual queue, you were SOL. So imagine you're flying from the UK to Florida you're a huge Star Wars fan and you want to ride Rise of the Resistance and you can't get a virtual boarding pass because your internet isn't good or you're not tech savvy or whatever. At least now with this, not that it's the right answer, but I think it's at least an option. You can buy it. You can buy a virtual pass if you can't get one. Right. And that's the plus plus. What is it? The genie? <laughs> it's, you better pull up the graphic. <laughs> is it the genie plus plus or <laughs> it's like some lightning lane plus thing but it's like the the next tier so you can buy your 15 dollar one at a time fast pass for certain attractions yeah and then for the super duper popular ones which really is only rise of the resistance right now and i'm assuming ratatouille is going to fall in there right 
for those, you can actually buy two lightning lanes a day for two attractions. And that's it. You can't buy more than that. And I love that they've capped it. Right? So you don't get to go and say, I have loads of money, so I'm just going to buy one of everything. Right. If you want to do that, that's called a VIP tour and they're $800 an hour. Right. (laughs) It says says lightning. It's called lightning lane select experiences available. So individual attractions are available for purchase. But But they didn't, they didn't say how much for those, right? And, um, no. No. So we, we don't know, we know how much the, the, the 15 or $20 a day one for the one at a time fast pass, but for the select experiences, we don't know how much those are yet. Yeah, that wasn't, that, that wasn't, wasn't disclosed. Really confirmed. <laughs> and that's so, like, I can't like, I don't know, like I could see me for sure paying for the Disney Genie Plus, adding it on to a package, adding it on to my annual pass, if that's something I could add on to an annual pass. But yeah, I don't know about paying like say twenty dollars or fifteen dollars or whatever to go on one attraction. Like it have to yeah. be like I, I I was trying to think of like what attraction could I dream up that would that would that would excite me enough. Right. To, like you would have probably paid to go on um, <laughs> what's it called? Your favorite ride? Which Smuggler's play? Run. <laughs> smugglers run hey if i can walk ahead of the line although i don't know if i'd want to miss the queue and smugglers run but the, okay so here's the thing so my my nephew and his wife and the kids uh don't get to come every year and they're coming next year big star wars fans 100 percent will pay one day for them to go on rise of the resistance and not worry about the pat, not worry about the thing, whatever, because it's 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 an event to do once. The kids won't get to do it again, but they'll get to but do it once, right? So, but that's the thing. So, with the genie plus, it could be that with the with the genie plus rise of the resistance may not be one of the multiple attractions you get to use the lightning lane for, and it could be that what if for rise of the resistance your only option was to do a virtual queue. Yes. Or, only, yep. Or, That's which what, could, which could still be like, you know, at one second after 7 a.m., they're gone. Yeah. Or you pay, you pay for your, you pay the premium to get to be able to go on the attraction. Exactly. The Lightning Lane pay. Right. experience. But that's the thing, right? So with my nephew and, and his wife and the kids next year, I wouldn't want that. Like if the only option was the virtual queue there's a very real possibility they wouldn't get to experience it and would have to wait two more years till their next trip to experience it. Whereas now there is an option that we can pay to make sure they get to do it. And then I think for people like, honestly, like the locals, like the the annual pass holders like you and I who are like, yeah, why don't we go on Smuggler's Run today or whatever. Like if some of these things are an option where people are paying and they're reducing the number of virtual queues, maybe we'll be less likely to take them. And I think there's a lot of people too. If you can only do one of them at a time for the other attractions, like how many people booked fast passes and then didn't show up for them? And then that in turn, like, you know, made sure that they couldn't get these or other people couldn't get them. So if you can, if you're paying for it, you're making sure you're showing up for that fast pass. And Disney can totally start redirecting and and balancing out some of that traffic. Like I think about the, like the artificial intelligence that they're putting in behind it. Like this is all that machine learning, artificial intelligence, how they're going to map all that stuff out. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool if they can make it work. <laughs> I, and I will caveat that I am sure that the first three or four months are going to be disastrous. <laughs> three or four <laughs> months. <laughs> well, think about it. Like any kind of IT, big IT release, like these kind of things, like, have you ever in any capacity and any company known anything to go smoothly like that? I guess. I think not. Maybe not. Maybe it I, depends. I, yeah. 
I mean, I'm hopeful. It's like a really big project. But the thing is, we've been hearing about this Disney genie for years. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even, I can't even pinpoint how many, like so many that I've forgotten how, like, I I can't, like, it's been years since we first heard about Disney genie. You probably could Google it. But it's been (laughs) years and years, like not just one or two years. Like we heard about genie many years ago. So if it's really been in the works that long, maybe it won't be glitchy for that long. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're right. Like it could be that they've worked out most of the bugs or they've figured stuff out. But I think I think there's still a lot of un- unanswered questions. What I think I, there's still stuff to be rolled out. What like I'm impressed with know. is that it's still called the Disney Genie. Unless back then unless back then what the Disney Genie was was like totally opposite of what it actually is today. <laughs> I was thinking about them like it's still called the Disney Genie though. They stuck with the name all these years. They stuck with the name. Maybe they're like, this is such a good name. We can't, we got to just keep it going. We got to keep it. Right. We got to keep it going. But I think, I think the key thing that came out of today, like all of the news that we've been hearing is that you can still plan your vacation and plan it the way you want. You don't have to use the genie. You don't have to have your phone in your hand. You don't have to do it. Or you can do it part of the day, all of the day, none of the day. Like you could, you could literally have your own plan, and then at two o'clock in the afternoon, say, "Hmm, I wonder what it recommends," and then pull out your phone. Because I think there was a lot of people that were complaining about having their phone in their hand all day. Yeah. Right, and having mm-hmm. having to be tethered to that because there are a lot of people that aren't technically savvy. Right, but I I think that's. Like I think people were probably pretty tethered to it to start with, with them, with, <laughs> with you know, checking your photo pass pictures and your fast passes and your dining and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm sure you know they're already on, like on checking their phone. the weather, taking their pictures. Yeah, like and no, but doing the Disney stuff, not even just checking yeah. the weather. Like you think you know you you check to see if your fast pass pictures have shown up. You you have to go in and see like when your fast you've forgotten like when your next fast pass time is, yeah. or if you want to check to see if you can you know you've used your three and you want to pick your next one. Like I would think a lot of people were you know, or maybe maybe you know the whoever in the family is in charge of that stuff which i think in this <laughs> yeah. situation too right like it would be the same right there'd be a there'd be a pied piper in your group or your family <laughs> that would most likely do a lot of the a lot of the mobile phone phone work for your vacation but like right. imagine that this all works out and it and it works yeah. and we actually can like go into the parks and just like let the day be what the day be like what it is like mm-hmm. just like the like imagine that it kind of brings you back to what a theme park what a Walt Disney World theme park used to be I know that sound it's kind of me? exciting it is I, I'm actually very excited because I kind of have that hope that that that's what it might that it might bring yeah. like if if they can if they've you know you know, mind figured out this data all these years that they've been doing this and the technology has <laughs> changed and they're finally able to do it like like mm-hmm. can they really have us you know maneuver our ways around the park with this app and it really we don't have to plan and it benefits us like it's that part's a very 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 exciting the only part that i don't love is like i said like i can't see myself paying what like whatever maybe maybe if it was ten dollars to go on a brand new ride for myself i i would you know you're paying your ten dollars i'm paying my ten dollars to go on something that i haven't been able to go on maybe but you know like $20 times a family for to go on a ride. I guess it depends on the situation. Like you said, your family yeah. coming from overseas, you know, they, but they should probably just add it on for their whole trip. So they don't got to worry about it. <laughs> like yeah. all their genie plus and, and whatever, yeah. like imagine you pay for your genie plus and then you're going to pay like extra to, to go on to mm-hmm. that attraction for the, for that well, one time. And I'm wondering too, if this will eventually evolve, will it be part of a package? Like, well, you, you know how now you can get resort dining, 25% off, whatever. Like, will they maybe at some point say, okay, well now we've got this new bundle that includes your, you know, a dining, a this, a that, plus your Disney, your Disney plus, your Genie plus, and it's all at a discounted rate or, or thing like, I think there's different ways they can bundle these things together. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I think we know a lot, but we don't know enough yet. Yeah. So, so far preliminarily, I'm in love with this new, love? I'm in You're love, in with, love it. with it. 
I'm in love with it because it's like, it's like Disney's max, like, it's like the max pass. Like the minute they, they called it like the max pass, I was like, yes, love that. Because I felt like the lines, I, I just, I felt like I got to do everything I wanted to do with the max pass. Um, and I love the fact that it's limited. I love that. Yeah. They didn't just say, okay, if you're rich and you you can pay $100 a person, you can do whatever you want right. as many times as you want. And then people who don't pay then are now penalized. They didn't do that. So I'm quite happy about that because I was a bit worried about that. Um, I'm I'm optimistic and excited. I'm not, I'm not going to... You're not in love yet. I'm not in love, that's for sure. <laughs> but... Um, but, it but is, you're excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited about it for sure. And, um, right. And I guess really, like, they've given us lots, like, it is, they've given us enough information that we kind of get the gist of what it is. Like, unless there's yeah. more, like, more details or more fine, like, more minute details about how it actually operates, like, with the pricing for the extra things or, mm-hmm. or you know, the timing of buying and picking and this and that. Like, they were pretty, they outlined a lot of it. But, yeah, it's just seeing... Like it's, letting like has to roll out and see how it works. Yeah, like, like I think, I think we're I'm satisfied need... with the information we have, like to kind of understand the gist <laughs> yeah. of it. But but I think um, so too. But yeah. And then the next step for us in our decision making of how we feel about it, if you're going to move from you know excitement to love, or I'm going to move from love to meh, meh. Um, it will be really when we get to try it. Mm-hmm. Like I think execution will be everything. So let's see. Let's but it's see. exciting. If there's new news, if anything else comes out, we'll cover it on a, another episode of the podcast for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think we covered it all, Carrie. Well, I'm sure there was lots of other little bits of news, but that was the big... That was the that, big one. That was the big news. Oh, I wanted to ask you, do you have you um, did you lay your eyes on any of the 50th merch? Did we talk about that last time? Because or has there been more merch out? No like, more merch out. I think we talked about it the last time. Didn't we talk about how I saw the t-shirt? I've only bought one t-shirt so far. Um, but I saw the t-shirt, but it's kind of thick material. Well, maybe we did talk about it. I, I think so. I really like the t-shirt, and I'm probably going to buy the t-shirt. But I need to do it when I'm in air conditioning for an extended period of time. Did you see any other exciting merch then? No, Maybe I just really. wasn't very impressed with your 50th merch review. I thought it would be more exciting. <laughs> it apparently wasn't, it wasn't mem- memorable. It really wasn't. There wasn't a whole ton of stuff. And like, I got to tell you, like, merchandise is pretty scarce like, right what? now. What? Like, well, how- because I think they're gearing up for the 50th, right? So, like... Carrie, I'm telling you, I bought one T-shirt. How? Which, okay, but which by the way, let me just let me just gloat in this for a second. So I bought the size that I normally buy, and when I got back to my resort and tried it on, it was a little big. So FYI, I'm going back to exchange it for a smaller size. I haven't said that in years. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that it's funny, like how many podcasts we've talked about merchandise, and we haven't been able to shop for so long we have we haven't been down there and you're finally there there's 50th merch regardless of whether the the like i'm i'm Here envisioning is. like the shelves being almost empty which i doubt they are that you They're are having not. a hard time spending some money seriously like i swear to god so i bought some tea becky sent me text messages saying can you pick me up some tea i bought um i bought some pins so i did buy some of the 50th pins i don't think um, you told me that I did tell you that because I told you our friend actually checked them all. I would have just bought oh. them, but he checked them to make sure they weren't all. He was doing, um, you know, yeah, like he was doing the carry um, quality so yeah, check. The quality check. I didn't know that that was a thing, but he did, he did the quality check. So yeah, like a lot of pins. How many did you buy? I bought like five pins. What? Oh, and I, I don't think yeah. we you really. You said you bought some pins and that, but yeah, you but they're didn't duplicates. Go into... I got one for you. I got one for Becky. What? I got one for me. <laughs> Oh, and I got a magic band um, for another friend of ours. So I was in Epcot. It was like a thousand degrees. I I went to the Canadian Pavilion because I never go to the Canadian Pavilion and our friend gives me grief about it and makes me feel guilty. So I went to the Canadian Pavilion, spent 10 minutes in there, left, got all the way to France when I got a message saying, 
Could you check if they have this magic band in the Canadian Pavilion for me? (laughs) So I walked all the way back and got that. But so it's not even for me. Like, I guess the thing that I'm a little upset about is that, like, you're there and then, like, you should, like, uh, you didn't even send me a picture of your shirt. Like, even whether you're returning it, you're going to return it and get a smaller size in the same one. Like, you could send me a picture of your shirt that you bought or the pins. You know what? You're just now, you're just, you're just being very overly sensitive because of my Figaro picture. (laughs) This is, this is all stemming from the Figaro picture. Yeah. <laughs> that I forgot to give you the heads up that I got a magic shot that included Figaro and you had to see it on Instagram. I had to see it the first time on social media. <laughs> and you were so upset. <laughs> but like, really, like, you know, you're like, oh, Carrie, wish you were here, whatever. Like, throw me a bone then. Throw, send me some more pictures. You could have sent me the Figaro picture in advance to say, Carrie, oh my goodness, you love this. You'll never believe this. And I'm sure there's all kinds of pictures you could have posted and you picked the Figaro one. I know. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking. Oh, you weren't even thinking. No. (laughs) Well, this one will hit home with Carrie. You you didn't come on my Disney trip. I'll show you. I'm going to show all of my closest friends on Facebook. Oh my gosh. Instagram. Yeah. This picture. But anyways. I would appreciate it if you would just send a few more pictures of the things you're buying. The few things you bought. I saw your mug. Only you because, saw my mug? Because yeah. you're drinking tea out of it. That's the only reason I saw it. Yeah. If I, I was there, I'd be sending you pictures of all my stuff that I bought, and you'd be like, Carrie, enough's enough. Like, stop hmm. it with the pictures. All right. You got it. I will, I will, I will send you pictures. Okay, good. Thank you. Are we good now? Yep. I just had to get okay. it out there. I had to air, I had right. to air a little bit of our dirty laundry. <laughs> Speaking of laundry, you did do laundry though, right? I did, I did do laundry in Coronado Springs. I got to tell you, it's pretty fast. The machines are fast. Like I took my work computer to the laundry room and I just worked there while my, my laundry was going on. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like literally um, t- maybe 30 minutes for the wash and then 30 minutes for the dryer. And wow. I just did. And you didn't I, have like, to like, hang up. anything out on the balcony or anything. It was all dry. <laughs> it was all dry. Maybe because no I, one ever really does the laundry there. Exactly. Like I did three washers, three dryers. I was done. How much? Yeah, did yeah. You, <laughs> were they miniature washers? <laughs> and dryers? It's a thousand degrees here. I'm wearing like two or three outfits a day. <laughs> so you've washed everything you packed so far. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. And I'm gonna have to do it again soon. Well, because I thought I would have bought more t-shirts by now. <laughs> Yeah. All oh right, Carrie. Yeah. It's that Let's wrap it up. everybody's like they're they're listening. They're like, oh my god, are these girls ever going to stop talking? Okay. Pixie dust of the week, Carrie. What well, was yours? Well, my pixie dust is that I have been um, going back to work to get everybody ready to go back to work. That's my job. So I've been in the office like it's an excuse to go in like every single day. So I've been going in every single day. And I have a couple of our managers at work that have also been coming in almost every single day. And uh, and um, we've been having lunch together. So Aww. that's very nice. We go outside. I've ordered skip the dishes so much in the last couple of weeks. Like I think I'm like moved up a tier in the skip the dishes <laughs> points tier. <laughs> Um, They're going to give you rewards. Yeah, I think I'm earning more, like 10 (laughs) times more rewards than I did when I first started. Um, But it's really nice. Like we we, uh, check in with each other. We've been figuring out what we're doing for lunch. And like if we're all there, we, we, we sit and have our lunch outside. And it's really nice. To connect with them and to and to spend that time with them every day kind of makes it feel like how it was before having your having your friends at work with you. So um, that's my pixie dust. That's so awesome, Carrie. Yes. What's your pixie dust? I'm happy for you. Uh, My pixie dust is that um, I finally confirmed today that I'm going on a Disney cruise at the end of the month. Oh. Yes. So today we finally got all the paperwork and stuff. So uh, it's official. It's official. We were uh, invited by Disney through uh, Pure Magic Vacations. I'm going. So there's a couple of agents uh, or three agents on a cruise. Um, first, they they were going on the Disney Dream, and then I was invited as well as one of the other agents. Uh, we're going to be rooming together. She's a hoot. She's been on the podcast before, Anna. And uh, <laughs> it's be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So her and I are doing a four day cruise. We are going to figure out all of the safety stuff, all of, you know, what it requires to get on the cruise and how they're handling all of that on board. Uh, today, we just got our confirmation numbers and uh, we did our safe passage stuff. Already? So you we, got it all done? We got it all done. We've all been cleared 
Uh, nice. All of our, you know, submitted all of our COVID stuff and vaccination stuff. And uh, yeah, so we're going to have full reviews and we're going to talk about that at some point. We'll go through what the whole cruise process was uh, for everyone to, to understand as well. So very cool. exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What a way to wrap up a trip. Right? How? Awesome. What better way? So yeah. Yeah. So that's my pixie dust. And uh, next week we'll be recording uh, from Saratoga Springs. That's uh, woohoo! That's like almost at the last leg of the trip. It's crazy. Yeah, it seems it doesn't seem to be going by. Is it going by really quick for you? Yeah. Oh, it seems like you've been gone forever. Oh, you miss me, don't you? <laughs> well, if you would send me some pictures once in a while, then I wouldn't probably, I feel like maybe I was there with you. But All right, all right. More pictures coming, for okay. sure. All right. We'll, we'll chat with you all next week. See you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media, too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>